absolutely unbelievable. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart, a walk-on at Hofstra, a free agent here, just his will to win has got him in the National Football League, refusing to give up their sensational effort by Wayne Corbett. Getting in the Ring of Honor, there's only 13 players in the Ring of Honor, you know, 50, 60 year history of the Jets, uh, was validation mm -hmm. for, for anything I ever did. It was like, wow, he's not just had that career, but it was enough to put his name up in the stadium. Um, so it meant a lot. And it also was a goodbye because my last play, um, you know, I was knocked out on my feet and I walked off the field. I told them in my last concussion, don't ever bring the card out. I'm walking off the field. So I never had a chance to say goodbye. So that night, I thanked the fans, thanked my you know family, I thanked my teammates, thanked the coaches. So I was nervous walking on the field to do that. But walking off, I walked off nice and slow. I took it all in. And it was just my way of saying goodbye and how grateful I was. You know, nine years ago, I never thought I'd be on the field again. Um, and to come here tonight and see all the 80 jerseys, now, I can't tell you what it means to me. No. Um. <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> I love to say this. Thank you, all you fans. You don't know how much this means to me. <laughs> O'Donnell has some time, goes for the end zone. Trebek holds it in. Touchdown, Jets. Hello, everyone. It's Paul Wilcox from Sterling Rhino Capital, and I'm honored to be here today with um, a friend and a business partner, Wayne Corbett. Uh, of the New York Jets. Wayne, welcome. Thank you for having me. Obviously, we've talked a lot about doing this podcast. Uh, what we're going to talk about, certainly looking forward to uh, letting the people know what we're involved in and some of uh, the recent history with the Jets, and I'm ready to go. Glad to have you here. Concussions for you was um, something you battled uh, throughout your career. I think mostly due to the fact that you ran across the middle, taking third down catches, and and didn't care what was running at you um, at full speed or how big that guy was. Um, you did what you had to do and held on to the ball. Um, do you think the the NFL is doing enough today to help players with that the issue with with getting concussions? Yeah, that's a hot topic. Concussions. Um, I had thirteen documented in my career. I don't know how many more, but people ask me what would I have done different, and I always say I would have went out of bounds or got down. But um, no, if I played any other way, I don't think the fans would appreciate it. As far as the NFL, you know, new technology with the helmets, new rules. You can't hit from the neck up. You can't hit from the knees down. You can't blindside, you know, defenseless receivers. I don't know how much longer I could have played if that was uh, the case uh, now as it was back then. But uh, yeah, they're doing everything they can. You know, people are getting fined big money for illegal hits. Um, you know, protocol for concussions. You got to go in the locker room. So they're doing everything they can, but it is 
controlled violence and it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're trying their best. A lot of people don't know this, but after the NFL, you started a whole nother career as a financial advisor, right? Had your Series 7 license. Right. And why don't you tell everybody a little bit about that and your experience in that world? Yeah. You know, I met a guy who worked for Morgan Stanley. Um, and we just had talked about what we can do together. So I studied for my Series 7 for six months, uh, you know, and passed it. Um, which was one of the bigger accomplishments in my, my life because, you know, it's tough test. And then I worked for Morgan Stanley for five years. Uh, and then I went to the city with Barclays and that was then bought by Stiefel. But five years in the city, you know, 10 years total, just got took a toll on me. Um, and I wanted to get out of the business and I was looking for other opportunities. And uh, something especially with the Sterling Rhino Capital, multifamily uh, developments. And uh, I wish that would have been around when I was advising because it would have been something for sure would have been top of the list. But uh, it was just too much to me. The travel was too much. And like I said, I'm grateful to find, uh, find you. <laughs> um, for, for those of you who want to know the backstory with, with Wayne and I, um, we're both dads. We live in the same town. Our sons have been uh, growing up together since kindergarten playing sports. You don't talk much business on the sidelines at the soccer games. But Wayne and I got talking and he asked me what I was doing. And if anybody asks me what I'm doing, I am so excited about um, real estate investing and um, my life that I've created for myself in a very short period of time with my partner, Chris Roberts and Sterling Ronald Capital. That if you ask me what I'm doing, I am just gonna gush with how happy I am and how excited we are about what we're building and the company and the brand and how we're, we're building wealth um, for people using multifamily real estate. So I, I gave Wayne that answer mm -hmm. and he said to me, that sounds pretty cool. Um, I might be able to help you out. Right. And then he told me he was a financial advisor. And I was like, oh, wow. So you've actually got some, and I had no idea. So Wayne and I got talking further and, and then uh, went out for breakfast and talked again and started talking about how he could get involved. And like most of us, the more you learn about multifamily real estate, the more you realize what an amazing investment vehicle this is. And that's really our goal. And now Wayne's on board with us and, and he's out there with us trying to teach people about this investment vehicle that it is one of the best things you can do with your money in terms of risk versus reward. We encourage you to get involved and uh, we're super excited about this contest. Chris, tell us about the kickoff giveaway. Yeah, so here's the thing. We, Paul and I started on this real estate journey years ago and, and we had a passion and enthusiasm about not just creating wealth for ourselves, but really helping others, right? And trying to help others understand the power of this investment vehicle, right? Getting into real estate. And it can seem daunting if you don't know anything about it. And so um, as a result of, of, of the success that we've had and obviously sharing and partnering with folks like Wayne and, and seeing his success, right? Absolute rock star in the NFL. Um, we all decided to go ahead and give back to fans and help them to get into real estate. So not everybody has wealth, right? Not everybody has even thousands of dollars to invest, even if it's only a couple thousand. So we wanted to pay it forward and give two excited fans the opportunity to invest alongside of us without actually investing, right? So they're gonna own a piece of these large multifamily apartment complexes alongside us simply by entering to win. That's right. And we're really excited to pay that forward. You can be a business partner with Wayne Corbett and with Sterling Rhino Capital. 
by by entering this contest. Um, the the contest rules are available at sterlingrhinocapital.com forward slash kickoff. I will put that URL in the uh, in the show notes or in the description below. So go there, enter this contest. If you're a Jets fan, um, look at the look at the contest rules to make sure make sure you um, you follow them so that um, you can uh, you can get into this contest and and hopefully become a real estate investor. Yeah, share it with your friends. Tell everybody because. I have never heard of an opportunity for somebody to actually own a piece of a multifamily apartment complex as a passive investor without putting any money in. It's absolutely amazing. So share it with everybody you know, because if they win, you're going to be their absolute best friend. I can guarantee you that. Awesome. So if you want to learn more about this giveaway, I'm calling it a contest, but it's not really a contest. If you want to learn more, go to sterlingrhinocapital.com forward slash kickoff. We'll also include a link to that in the show notes to this episode. He's going to find Keyshawn somewhere. Get two backs in the block and touchdown. Wayne Corral. Whoa! As he was tripped, caught it in midair. 21 yards and the score. He was bucketed by Kurt Schultz in the 10. Talk about probably what, what at least Jets fans are interested in. Yeah. Let's talk about um, the upcoming NFL season, the 22-23 season for the New York Jets. How do the Jets look this year? Jets look good. First question everybody asked me is what did I think of the draft? First thing, last year was a great draft. This year, obviously, we got the number one corner, Sauce Gardner. Number receiver and Wilson, number one running back in Brace Hall, and we got a great uh, defense end from Florida State in the uh, 20s. So they did a great job. And at this point, everybody's optimistic. Everybody's zero and zero, tied for first place. But I've been out to training camp, and I think fans have a lot to look forward to. Um, there's going to be a great turnaround, and, and it could happen pretty quickly. Wayne, what are some of the Jets records that you currently hold still? Um, one of the records I actually posted uh, was that I had the most catches as a rookie. And I'm seeing Garrett Wilson uh, with a chance to beat Uh-oh. that. Uh, yeah. it's, that stood for like 20-something years. But as far as statistics, you know, I'm second in catches, third in yards, touchdowns. So uh, these these will go down, but uh, it's nice holding on to them. But I hope they do. That means these kids had a great year. What was it like playing for one NFL team for your entire career? I mean, that's rare for a franchise to have a player um, that never gets traded. I mean, that's huge for the Jets. What was that like playing for one team? That's the key. Never been traded, never been cut or released. Uh, It's important to me. I grew up a Jet Giant fan. So when I had the opportunity to sign for, you know, the rest of my career, you know, I told them, do you want me here to the owner Woody Johnson? He said, yes. I said, well, I want to be here and basically worked out a deal in a couple of days. Um, so it was important, you know, not a lot of guys get to do that. So to have a chance to wear one uniform is something that was important to me. And I know it was important to the fans and I'm grateful that I had a chance to do that for 11 years. Yeah. I suggest that some of you get on YouTube and look up some of the content on there of, of Wayne's career. There's some great highlight videos. 
Um, but it's quite amazing to look back on that 11-year career. 41 touchdowns. Uh, how many catches total? Five, 580, do you remember? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and what I was most blown away by, and I didn't know this, but 300-something of your 580 catches were third down, con- third to first, first down, down yeah. con- conversions. Now, talk about clutch. Yeah. And... You weren't even wearing gloves. Right. Most of the time, I didn't wear gloves. I kind of took pride in that. Yeah. Kind of like old school stuff. That's right. Especially with the gloves these days. Back then, they were gloves these days. Was, you know, you can catch the ball with one hand. I mean, it's just, they're so sticky. But as far as the third down thing, I know people call me Mr. Third Down. And initially, I was kind of like, didn't want to be known as that. Yeah. I wanted to be, you know, I can catch on first and second down. Then I kind of embraced it. Like, if, if that's what they're going to call me, a third down specialist, I'm going to be the best there ever was. Yeah. And fortunately, uh, the coaches knew, the players knew, the fans knew that I was getting it on third down, but it just didn't matter. <laughs> so uh, I take pride in that. Obviously, the quarterback had to know where he was going. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that decision, right, is his. Yeah. So he's deciding to go to you on third down for a reason. Yeah, it's it's what you call being quarterback friendly. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Great career, some great quarterbacks, but they always looked to me on third down. Yeah, which quarterback did you play the most with, the I, longest? I played with 15 quarterbacks. Wow. But the longest was probably Vinny Testaverde and uh, Chad Pennington. Mm-hmm. Do you still stay in touch with those guys? Yeah, saw Vinny last week, talked to Chad all the time, so uh, try to keep in touch. We were great friends then, and uh, still great friends now, and uh, you know we're old, but we often get the chance to merriment us about when we were uh, – when we were young and, uh, you know, playing in the league. Yeah. Every city's got their fans, but what's so special to you about the, the New York, New Jersey fans? Well, you know, Jet fans, Giant fans could be brutal at times, brutally honest, but that's how they should be. You know, they pay good money to come watch you play, and some of them been fans since, you know, the Titans age. And, uh, you know, we try not to remind people, everybody remembers Joe Namath's uh, Super Bowl, but then you kind of remember it's been like 60 years. Yeah. So uh, playing in New York is the best place in the world. It's the media market, uh, media capital of the world. Um, if you win when you're in New York, you're you're like a god yeah. wherever you go. You never have to wait for a table. You don't have to wait a line. Everything's you know free. Everybody loves you. You know everybody wants autographs. But when things aren't going good, which I had some bad years, it's tough. But like I said, you deserve it. But like I said, when you win in New York, you're you're king. Do you have a favorite game? Uh, obviously, the first game that comes to people's mind is the Monday Night Miracle. Um, down 30 in the fourth quarter, we came back. And the greatest thing about it was we were losing so bad, people left. But then they heard on the radio, we're coming back. So they came back in the stadium, and only the bottom bowl was full. You know, upper deck, there was nobody there. But it was as loud as it could have been with that half the crowd there, you know, when we came back in a one-night game. That's amazing. There's a great clip uh, online of Arnold Schwarzenegger coming into the announcer's booth. And I think Dennis Miller's there. Yeah. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger gives a prediction about the game. Yeah. And I had never seen that. But I saw that clip. And in the third quarter, when you guys are down, I think it was 30-7, to seven, okay. if I have that right. He makes a prediction that the Jets are going to come back and win. And that... They were going to look to Wayne Corbett to make the winning play. Yeah. And you can then go and you can you can find the highlights of that Monday Night Miracle game in, in 2000, I believe it was. 
you can look at the highlights of the game and watch what happens right. after that prediction. Might be one of the greatest predictions <laughs> ever in NFL history. The, yeah, you got most of the story right. The one thing that was wrong is he didn't say Wayne Krebeck. He said Wayne Krebeck. Ah. He said Wayne Krebeck is going to lead us back. Right, Wayne, right. Wayne Krebeck is going to win the game. You ever been to a Monday night game before? Absolutely. And I'll tell you one thing. Wayne Krebeck is going to pull it off. I think usual, as usual, the Jets are going to come from behind. You will see. It's going to give them some serious trouble now. You heard it here. I'm not going to argue with him. Are you, Dennis? No, I got I'm, I'm, a Chet, I'm, a, I'm a Jet fan. Jets only one win in their history, which began in 1960, in which they trailed like 20 or more points. That was against Denver in 78. This would be the biggest deficit ever overcome. That one was 21. Here's Benny. Corbetta's magic. Did you see Corbett explode past Wilson? Unbelievable. All you got to do is call his number. He'll run through a wall for you. You ought to get that jersey that you wore autographed by Wayne Corbett. You're getting the number 80 tattoo. <laughs> Big third and three. And he throws. Caught. It is Corbett. To the Do you have any favorite moments that you can share with us of of that eleven year career? Uh, we talk, you know, obviously games, Monday Night Miracle, some of the big playoff wins. But um, I told you one of the things that I was most proud of is towards the end of my career, they knew, you know, might be my last year. They had uh, my son Lucas be the T T boy to run out and get the T after the kickoffs. And it was funny because he was maybe three. And he thought being a tea boy meant that he had to make all the players tea, which was funny. But you had to be eight, nine, ten years old to do it. But um, they had him run out there, grab the tea. You know, they said, "Here's Lucas Crebet, son of Wayne Crebet." And I was so proud, you know, watching him come off. Mm -hmm. um, so that was special. And another moment was the first game, Monday night game after 9/11 happened, and just you know how the fans were and how everybody bonded together and how proud we are you know to be americans and all that stuff and it was just one of those moments you'll never forget like you know the hair the hair stands up on your arms yeah if you go on sterlingrhinocapital.com um you can you can look at wayne's bio and got some pretty uh impressive stats in there that shows you um, what he accomplished in his career, and it, it's quite impressive. So I encourage you to go over there and check that out. So one of those accomplishments is you were inducted into the Jets Ring of Honor. Right. And um, that's also something that, that uh, people can watch on YouTube if you want to look that up. One thing that, that Wayne and I talked about when we first met was a way to give back. And one of the things we wanted to uh, tell people about was an exciting opportunity. We're calling it the kickoff giveaway um, where we allow fans to get involved to invest with me and Paul 
side by side, and uh, Paul can tell you a little bit about it. So we're going to do something here we've never done before. We're going to allow uh, two winners of a contest called the Kickoff Giveaway to become owners in the Sterling Rhino Capital Equity Multiple Fund. So what we're going to do is give away investments, and you are going to be a partner and an owner in in six luxury apartment buildings alongside Wayne and myself. And uh, we're super excited about this. We're super excited about, about giving back and about educating people about this investment vehicle, which we believe to be the best investment vehicle on the planet. Uh, so the giveaway, the kickoff giveaway is you will own part of the investment alongside me. Uh, basically what we're doing is looking to have all Jet fans basically say what your favorite moment was, you know, uh, as a Jet fan, you know, whether you're a Wayne Crabat, a Jet fan, any kind of fan, uh, to enter the contest, you can go on my Twitter at Wayne Crabat, uh, Instagram at Wayne J Crabat, on my podcast, JetsXFactor.com. Also, wanted to say after every Jets home game, I'll have an event at the American Dream Ball uh, right on the property of MetLife Stadium. So you can talk to me there about it. So there are many ways to get in touch with me about it. But yes, uh, we hope you, uh, and, and it's not only for people who uh, win the contest, anybody can get involved. So hopefully you take a look at it and it's something that you think uh, fits your lifestyle. One of the very important thing is that I want to stress, these investments are going to be worth a lot more in the future. So the initial investment that we are giving away as a gift to a winner could potentially in in five to seven years uh, be worth $20,000. So that's the type of, of returns that you can see by investing in the equity multiple fund. We're giving away a lot more than just a cash prize. We're giving away an opportunity here to teach you about investing and to become partners with us. So we are really excited about this. We encourage you to, to sign up and and become a multifamily real estate investor. So I appreciate everybody's time here today. I hope you learned a few things about multifamily real estate. I hope you learned a few things about, about Wayne and, um, and his career in the NFL. And uh, hopefully, Wayne, we can do this again sometime. Yes. Yeah. Good forward to it. Appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.